Assalamualaikum to all. Today's daf is Dalid. We're starting six lines from the top. The last word on the line is Gufa. We had previously mentioned in the Gemara a question that Rav Barabai had. Says the Gemara, Gufa. Boy Rav Barabai, he asked the question, Hidvik Paspatanur, a person put bread into the oven on, on Shabbos. Did we allow him to take this bread out of the oven before it fully bakes? And then he's going to be Chayv Achatas. Ravacha Barabai asks Ravina, Hechidami, what exactly was Rav Barabai's Kasha? Even if you're going to tell me B'Shoigig, the fellow put the bread into the oven inadvertently, and no one reminded him or he didn't remember that what he did is a problem. So Laman Hitiru, who exactly were we allowing to take the bread out of the oven? He doesn't remember, so he's not coming to ask a question, am I allowed to take it out? So Elalav, it must be the Hadar Idkar, that he remembered that he wasn't allowed to put that bread in the oven, so he went to the Rav and said, hey, am I allowed to take this bread out of the oven? However, if so, Mimachayev, are we going to chayev him achatas if he does not take it out in time? Vatanan, the Mishnah tells us, that anyone that's going to be chayv he's only chayv if the beginning of the malacha was done inadvertently and the end of the malacha also was done inadvertently, meaning he did not know that, or he just unintentionally did the entire malacha. However, in this case, he remembered by the second half of the malacha before it was finished that he what he did was inappropriate. And therefore, he wouldn't be chayv achatas even if he doesn't take the bread out in time. So what exactly was revered by Baha's kasha? So then the Gemara suggests, okay, el b'mezid. It must be that he did it b'mezid. He put the bread in the oven on purpose. And we're talking about kadim shevli de isris he put in So the Gemara says, okay, well, if he did it amazed, so then we should have asked the question as is he allowed to take the bread out of the oven before he runs afoul of the issue of skila? That's what we should have mentioned, not Isra of Chatas. Amrav Shila, Rav Shila says, you're right. He put it in Hitiru. And who are we allowing to take the bread out of the oven? Or who are we suggesting that perhaps is allowed to take the bread out of the oven? We're talking about other people, the Hainu. Someone saw this fellow put bread into the oven. So this Good Samaritan goes running over to the Rav and says, hey, my friend put bread in the oven by accident, and am I allowed to take the bread out of that oven? So the Gemara asks, Maskvler of Adam, do we tell a person, sin, so that your friend should merit with something? Meaning, your friend is about to run into a big issue of Achiv Chatas or Achiv Skila. So we're going to tell this fellow that he's allowed to do a light sin of taking the bread out of the oven, which is a Isra just that your friend shouldn't be chayv something greater, as noble as it is, we don't allow a person to do a lesser Avera in order to save his friend from a greater Avera. Elam Ravash Ravashi says, you're right. We're talking about, he put the bread in intentionally. And let's say that the question posed was, is he allowed to take it out of the oven before he runs afoul of the issue of skila? And he says this beferish. If a person stuck to run into the oven, they allowed him to take it out of the oven before he runs into the issue of skila. Continuing, continues the Mishnah, explain, continues the Gemara, explaining the Mishnah. Pashat Ani is Yadeh, if the Ani stuck his hand onto the inside and took something from or placed something into the hand of the Malabais. Asks the Gemara, Am I chayiv? Why would the Ani be chayiv? We need a Akira and Hanacha from a place that is four by four Tvachim and we don't have that. Anytime we have a kira anacha, it needs to be from a chashev place, a makam chashev. And a hand is not a makam chashev. A hand is less than four by four tvachim. So how in the world is the ani going to be chayev? He never even 
placed something on or took something from a makim chashiv. So the Gemara attempts an answer. Amar Rabba, Hamani Rabbi Kiva. This is really Rabbi Kiva. The Amar Leibi in a makim arba al arba. You don't have to have a makim arba al arba. You don't have to have a chashiv placed. None. We have a Mishnah. Hazarik Moshes Yachid or Shes Yachid for Shes around beemtza. A person throws an object from one Shes Yachid to another and it crosses over a Shes Rabim. This guy has a good arm. Rabbi Kiva Machayv. Rabbi Kiva says he's chayv. Vacham Paitrim and Chachamim say he's potter. Rabbi Kiva Savar. Rabbi Kiva holds Amrin and Kluta Kmishon. We say Kluta. Vraban and Savri Loyamrin and Kluta Kmishon Chadamia. We don't say Kluta. What's his concept of Kluta? Kluta Kmishon Chadamia means as follows Kluta literally means contained. If something is contained within the airspace of Erushus Harabim, Rabbi Kiva holds it's as if. Theoretically, conceptually, it landed within that Rosh Rabim, even though it just continued traveling, and therefore a person would be chayv. So when a person, a Kuanche Bikiva, throws an object from Rosh Yachid to Janaj Rosh Yachid, and it passes over the airspace of Rosh Rabim, since it was contained within the airspace of Rosh Rabim, halachically, it's considered as if it rested, and therefore the person would be chayv. So we see the Rabbi Kiva's shita is, is that you don't need a hanacha on a chashiv place. You just need a conceptual hanacha, a halachic hanacha. You don't need an actual physical hanacha. Therefore, for sure, if a person places an object into someone's hand, even though it was actually physically placed, it doesn't have to be a makim chashiv because they only need a conceptual halachic placing and not an actual physical placing of a makim chashiv. So the Gemara says, hold on one second. Remember, b'shita lei l'raba, the b'klita is it true that it's so clear to Rabbah that the argument between Rebbe, Rebbe Kiva, and the Rabbanon is regarding and Dalar Amarbez on the top, we're arguing that the case was where you threw the object and it was within 10 Tvachim of the airspace of the Shusarabim, as we had mentioned yesterday, that within 10 Tvachim of the airspace is considered that it's part of that Rishos. Rabbah asks the following question. Rabbah asks, are they arguing in the scenario where the object was lower than ten tvachim, and this is what their argument is: Rabbi Kiva Savar, Rabbi Kiva holds kluta k'mishon chadamia. Rabbi Kiva holds of kluta. Rabbanan Savri Lairmin and kluta k'mishon chadamia. The Rabbanan don't hold of kluta. But if the object was thrown above ten tvachim, divrei kol pater, everyone would say you're pater because it's above ten tvachim. Udukuli am a loyal fin and zarek b'mayshit, and everyone says that we do not learn zarek from myshit. We'll explain this in a minute. Aydilma, or do we say Rabbi continues his query? that their whole machlekes is above ten tefachim. Ubaha pligi, and this is what their machlekes is. Rabbi Kiva Savri Yalfin and Zarek Mimashit. That we learn Zarek from Mashit. Rabban and Savri Yalfin and Zarek Mimashit. Rabban and say we do not learn Zarek from Mashit. Avalamatim Yud. But if the object was thrown below Yud, Divrei Kol Chayiv, everyone say that you're Chayiv. My time. Why would you be Chayiv according to everyone? Amrin and Kluta Kmishon Chadamia because we say this concept of Kluta. So we see that Rabbah. It wasn't 100% clear that the machalik is between Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbanan was in a concept of kluta or not. So we can't necessarily use Rabbi Kiva as the answer to our as the answer to our Mishnah. Now let's just understand what Zarek Mimashit is. We know that when we were building the Mishkan, so we had wagons that used to carry the beams and boards of the Mishkan, and they would pass the boards from one wagon to another wagon as they were setting up the Mishkan or as they were dismantling the Mishkan. Now, the wagons were in Rosh Hashanah and the wagons themselves are considered Rosh Hashanah because they were both lar- they were large enough to be Rosh Hashanah So we see within the Mishkan that they passed an object from Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah However, 
over the airspace of Rosh Hashanah Now we also know that regarding all Malachas of Shabbos, that anything that we did regarding the Mishkan is going to be something that's going to be usher to do on Shabbos. However, our case is a little bit different because in our case where a person threw the object, he didn't pass it from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah. He threw the object from one Rosh Hashanah to the other. And so do we learn Zayrik throwing from Moshit from passing? And that is one of the discussions that was one of the potential arguments that Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbana argue about. Again, we're not going to delve into this over here because it's not the main focus of that machlaikis. However, we can understand what Zayrik for Maishit is. Back to our concept. So the Gemara answers no. Halei Kasha, it's not a problem. Basar di hader After Abaye had this query, he wasn't so sure whether or not what exactly the machlaikis between Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbana is. He answered it. The Savar Rabbi Kiva Kluta Kamishonha Damia Rabbi Kiva holds Kluta Kamishonha, and therefore Rabbi Kiva could be the Mandam Ravara Mishnah that even though a person placed an item on hand or took something from a hand, therefore that is a person still would be Chayev even though it's not a Makim Chashav. Asks the Gemara on this on this answer, Vidilma Hanacha Hudulebai, perhaps a person does not need to have a hanacha on a place that's more than dalad dalad ha'akira bay, but a person would need to have an akira on such a makam chashev. How do we know this? Because if, in truth, so therefore, when I throw an object from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh with Rosh Hashanah in the middle, so then therefore, when that object rested, or halachically rested, I should be chayiv two different things. I should be chayiv for a hanach and Rosh and I should also be chayiv for a halachic slash conceptual akira in this Rosh Hashanah and then again, a hanacha on the next Rosh Hashanah From the fact that Rabbi Kiva did not say that, it must be that Rabbi Kiva only holds that a hanacha does not need to be in a makam chashev but an Akira maybe does need to be in a Makam Chashav. And our Mishnah mentions a case where the Akira is not from a Makam Chashav and you're still Chayv. So it can't be that Rabbi Kiva is the Manda Amar Vera Mishnah. El Amar Vyesif Rav Yesif says, Hamani Rebbe he, it's really Rebbe. That's who the Manda Amar Mishnah is. Ask the Gemara, hey Rebbe, which halacha of Rebbe are you talking about? Even if you're going to tell me, ha Rebbe, it's the following halacha. The time you have a bride says, Zark, Ziz, A person took an object and he threw it and it rested on a Ziz, which literally means a protrusion, on a small protrusion. Rabbi Machayv, Rabbi says, say that you're putter. That case is talking about where a person's in Rosh Hashanah and he throws something, Dalad Amis, and it rests on a protrusion. So it's as if it rested in that Rosh Hashanah So he's Chayv for Akira and, and Ehanacha and Rosh Hashanah And since this protrusion does not have to be Dalad al Dalad, because it says Kal Shehu, meaning the smallest protrusion possible, we see the Rabbi Kiva, we see the Rabbi is the one that holds that your Hanacha does not need to be on a Makim Chashiv. Says the Gemara, that can't be you. That's not exact. That's not the case that we're talking about because Hasam Kedivin Lemeimar Lekaman. That case is used for something later on. Kedabai for Abai. The Amr Abai Abai says Hachab Ilana Amir Bershas Yachid. We're talking about a tree that's in Bershas Yachid. V'Noifin Etel Bershas Rabim, and its branches are stretching over into the Bershas Rabim. V'Zark V'Nacha Noifay, and someone threw something in the Bershas Rabim and it landed on the branches. The Rebbe Sava Rebbe holds Amrin and Shadi Noifay Basu Yukari that the branches follow the trunk of the tree, and therefore, even though it landed in the airspace of Rosh Hashanah since the trunk of the tree is in the Rosh Hashanah it's as if you threw something from Rosh 
trunk of the tree, and therefore that's why the person wouldn't be chayev. However, we're not discussing a place that's less than a dalad al dalad. So we say, you're right, okay, Elohad the Rebbe. We're talking about a different case of Rebbe. The Tanya, we have a b'risa, Zark Moshes Rabbim, Moshes Rabbim, Moshes Yachid Emtza. A person threw something from one Moshes Rabbim to another Moshes Rabbim, and Moshes Yachid was in the middle. This is the opposite of our of our previously mentioned case from Rebbe Kiva, where you went from one Moshes Yachid to another Moshes Yachid with Moshes Rabbim in the middle. Now we're discussing it was Moshes Rabbim to Moshes Rabbim, and went through the airspace of Moshes Yachid. Rabbi Machayev, Rabbi says Yechayev, Vachachamim Paitrim, Acham Seyer Pater, and Vam Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel, Machayev Hayu Rabbi Shtayim, Rabbi says Yechayev too. One because the object went out and one because it went in. Now imagine a person standing outside and he throws something over the airspace of let's say a courtyard. So therefore, it's as if it rested within the courtyard, so he's chayv one thing, and then it's as if it was uprooted from the courtyard and then went out into the next Rosh Hashanah Here's a perfect example of being chayv two things, so we see that you don't need a resting or an akira on the on a chashiv makam donald you only need a halachic or conceptual akira anacha and so it could be this case of our Mishnah which is going like Shitas Rebbe. So you see Amaloy by Akira Valoyhanocha Agabi Makam Donald Dalad says the Gemara that is not also not a good example of for our Mishnah because Ha'itmar Allah it was said on this following Memra, Rav Shmuel Darm both Rav and Shmuel say, Hey Al Manalf on the top, Loy Machaiv Rebbi, Rebbi is only Mikhaiv you Elabashasayachin Bekura. That's only if the Rashasayachid has a roof over it. Meaning instead of throwing it over a courtyard like we had mentioned, because a courtyard could be a Rashasayachid, it's talking about you threw it through a house. Continues the Gemara. I'm reading that we say basic command damya. A house. It's as if it's filled up. Meaning, imagine you have two windows in a house, one opposite the other. A person standing on the outside of one window, and he throws an object, throws a baseball through one window, and it goes right out the other window. Then you would be chayev too, because a house is as if it's completely filled up with stuff. So therefore, it's as if it rested on a makam chashev, and it's as if it was eicher from a makam chashev. Continues the Gemara. But if it's not covered. With with the roof, lie, so then Rebbe wouldn't mechaev you in that case. The Gemara says, okay, and v'chitema, maybe you're going to suggest to me, hachanami bin makura, that our Mishnah is talking about where both the Ani and the Baal are standing in roofed places, so therefore, when they take something from a hand, or they place something onto a hand, so since they're in a roofed area, it's considered the whole thing is filled up, and so therefore it was taken from or placed onto a makam chashiv. The Gemara says that can't be, because that makes sense by Rosh which is roofed, meaning the Balabayas is standing in Rosh and that's roofed. So okay, I can understand that there's an issue to take something from his hand or place something onto his hand, but Rosh Hashanah is a person chayiv for taking something from or placing something onto a hand that its place is a roofed Rishus Rabim. Michaev Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda Amar Rabbi Abba Amar Rav Huda Amar Rav Hamavir Chefetz Dalad Amos B'Shus Rabim Makura. A person carries an item for Amos within a roof to Shus Rabim. Potter, he's not Chayev Lefisha Enu Daim Ladigle Midbar because it's not comparable to the encampment of the Bnei Yisrael in the Midbar. Again, we know that we learn everything, all the Isurim of Halachas of Shabbos from the building of the Mishkan and from the way that we were situated in the Midbar and we know that we learned Rishus Harabim the concept of Rishus Harabim the halachas of Rishus Harabim from the way that the Bnei Israel were encamped in the Midbar and there was no roof over their camp in the Midbar 
And therefore, any time we have Rosh Hashanah even though it might fit all the criteria of the Rosh Hashanah if it has a roof on it, that's something that's not considered one of the criteria of Rosh Hashanah Therefore, a person will not be high for carrying in that Rosh Hashanah Therefore, we are still left with our question, which we will end off with today, is that, what exactly is our Mishnah talking about? How is it that the Ani and the Baal could be chayev for placing something onto a hand or taking something from a hand if a hand is not a Makam Chashov and we know that Akira and Hanacha must be done from a Makam Chashov and Bez Hashem we will try to answer this question tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.